Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of the Chat Hacker Show. Today we have Tracy Lamori from Lamori Media. From uh, she's from Canada and she has been. Uh, she has the she is founder of Lamori Media. She has been an inspirational woman of Hollywood profile. She has a she has been formally announced as 2020 Women of Inspiration for Women in Media at Universal Women's Network at Gala. and also she has been interviewed on australia's biggest 24 hour news channel ticket tv advising on business executives and entrepreneurs on all things so a very very warm welcome on the jay thacker show hi jay thank you so much and i am actually really thrilled to be here and speaking to your audience thank you so much thank you so much so i wish i was uh, there I wish I yeah instead of in, you know get Because we got two inches or two feet of snow outside, but it's okay. I'm getting through it. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. So uh, one of the most intriguing part when when you messaged me and and, and I got is that you said that uh, you have you have one of the most profound answer on how can one elevate themselves as thought leaders. and catapult themselves to the top of any industry by finding and strategically using earned media and other public publicity opportunities to be considered authorities in their field so b- before answering this question i just want you to answer what exactly is earned media other than the advertising media which people generally think of absolutely and that's a great question because that's what mo- i mean entrepreneurs and executives i find 80 to 90% of them they don't think that way because they think about we know about ad- as entrepreneurs we think about advertising we know about marketing we know about selling our product whatever the product is right but when but what earned media is is the difference between advertorial which is advertising and editorial which is what is editorial interesting to the newsroom to the editors to the publishers to the um to producers so uh, it's getting your head around content like what how can i give this news source content that is actually interesting to their audience so the producer or the you know the person who the gatekeeper or the media gatekeeper is like oh yeah i want to interview that person so um and the difference between an ad and that earned media third party credibility when a news source sees you as an expert and, and interviews you to bring the information to their audience is incredible i mean there's that third party credibility it's that believability it's that it's why you know it's funny why people used to say as seen on tv even for advertising because that would build that like oh it's a real thing but now people that was in the 50s but now people are so much more um you know we're we're more sophisticated when it comes to the advertising message and how they're selling us things we see it all the time and so traditional advertising where you know people know you bought a product that's fine for the visibility but in terms of the credibility and the believability it's a thousand times better if you're interviewed in media and people think oh that's impossible why would they interview me i'm just a whatever i'm just it literally doesn't matter what you do Whether you're, you're a doctor, lawyer, candlestick maker, you clean the toilets at the hotel. Honestly, you mow the lawns. You have knowledge that other people don't not don't have. Mm. And um, you know, just personally went to your expertise. So someone like me, 
I, I, if you're my client, I frame that, I frame you as an expert, I present you to media and get you the interviews. Somebody who's trying to do it on their own, they can do some of that themselves too. They can start to, you don't have to have a publicist. You just start finding those opportunities. Start. Like we can talk a little bit later about some of the specific opportunities, but um, a lot of it is just getting your head around, believing that you yourself, you have every right to be there and then you have a voice that needs to be heard too. And then you find those opportunities, search award shows in your, you know, like literally sort people think about the awards, um, maybe a very industry. They already know about that, but there's a whole world out there. So for example, if you're a woman, doesn't matter what your industry is, there's a whole bunch of like women of inspiration, women of influence, women in business. If you're a young person, there's young you know, entrepreneurs under 30 awards. There's all kinds of, you know, so no matter what you are, who you are, find those are international opportunities even and put yourself out there because like the women of inspiration, I won that this year. Somebody nominated me and then I won, which which um, opened me up to those awards. And I opened, and started looking and went, wow, all those people who have been nominated, they're all amazing women doing amazing work. But I also know I've never been nominated before and I've been doing amazing work 20 years. And half my clients, they're doing incredible work. But nobody's thought to nominate them because they don't know about it. People that were getting nominated are the bankers, the lawyers, because they know about it. So when you know about it, <laughs> and you're like, no, that I should be that. And you put yourself in it. So that's one example. But there's media examples like that where you can um, take control of it yourself. You know, literally uh, you, everything from writing to medium and everything else to finding opportunities for Reader's Digest, Oprah.com, the list, international media opportunities that I've been allowed to, I've uh, been able to get my clients into. Very good, and, and 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 the point is said that even if you are, even if you are, uh, whatever you are, if you're a doctor, if you are sweeping in in hotel rooms, and 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 what whatever work you do, you 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 still have the you still have your own personal experience. You still have your 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 knowledge on whatever work you are doing, and and that that, but that clicks me as well because uh, when when I initially started it, I was. Uh, I, I just completed my high school, and people were like, "Okay, but you are you are too small to understand what 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 I would say." Many of my guests rejected me like this, and I was like, "It's it's you who need who wants to share the knowledge. If it if I don't understand, then my audience can understand at least from whatever person. See, even if one person understands, then that is your success." And yeah, never let anybody tell yeah. you, oh, because you're too young or because you got red hair or because you're a woman or or because you're overweight or never listen to that. Like anybody talking to that, they that just means they can't do it. They weren't able to navigate it. They don't get it. You know, you if that like I was interviewed the other day by a 16 year old. I didn't realize it was a young guy, a guy wow. like you, a young guy on a show. And he's still in high school and somewhere. I can't remember where somewhere in the States. And he you know what? He was people like. I thought, oh, well, my clients want to go on because he's young. I went on. Oh, my gosh. The best interview, I've done like 100 podcasts recently, and he was in the top 10 of questions, the 16-year-old, wow. a business podcast. He was asking, like, he clearly understood what he was talking about. He was talking about things like analysis paralysis, which I'd never even heard those that phrase, wow. you know. So he was like, it was like, if you didn't know he was 16, you, look, you know, you were just doing it, you would never have known. So that's, you know. And I mean, I was 28 years old with no legal experience, 
no media experience when we helped, you know, we started the work that helped free an innocent man from death row, right? And we were all over international media. People could have said to us, who the heck do you guys think you are? You don't have a law degree. You don't, well, you know what? We knew enough to help free an innocent guy from death row. So don't let anybody ever tell you. It's those people who try to limit you, they are limited. They have no vision. You know, honestly, I did not go to school for any of this. And I'm literally the top of my field, international award-winning publicist making ten dollars to $20,000 a month, some months, you know, and more. So it, it literally, no school for that. Someone would have told me, oh, you know, you know, you know, a company, if I went and applied for a company, they would be like, oh, you're not educated for that. No, 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 go back to school. Or, you know, no, sometimes you just, like, like Nike says, sometimes just do it <laughs> and then you can prove yourself and that and now people all those people who wouldn't have hired me 20 years ago because i didn't have the education because i'm funny looking girl with bright red hair well now they're putting me on stages and asking me oh please tell us how we do it <laughs> so it's funny <clears throat> true 100 percent. and 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 uh similar case happened with me people who were people who were considering that okay this 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 guy is just uh, what, what what to say? This guy is just limited to uh, X, 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 XYZ thing or XYZ niche. And now, now, they're, now they're telling me, hey, bro, do you have anything so I can share for you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like they say, don't wait for permission. You know, just like you have to, 100%. it really comes down to, and it really comes down to believing in yourself. Like I speak about, you know, it started when I was speaking about the power woman thing. They were like, what is a power woman? But really, this is about anybody, any entrepreneur, everybody is True. you have to believe in yourself. And a lot of us don't. You know, we really don't. It sounds like, oh, believe in yourself. But it's funny, back to the, you know, helping to free the innocent guy from death row, which was a 20-year campaign, Jimmy Dennis. People say, oh, my God, that's, you know, wow, you're a hero. Look what you did. But then I say, no, no, no. You know what? Nobody. How many people would not do something like that if they really if they really believed they personally could help save someone's life? How many people would be like, nah, I'm just going to watch the Netflix instead? Most people, most people would would do it if they caught But you know why they don't? Because they don't believe they can make a difference, which is the same reason they don't start businesses, the same reason they don't do a million things. And then the few people that do, everyone looks at you like, oh, wow, they're so special. No, 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 no. You know, you're not special if you do stuff and you're not, not special if you don't. You literally just realized, hey, I can do that. That's literally the difference, you know? 100%. So people have to, there's nothing, it doesn't matter where you are, who you are, what you look like. And there's barriers. I mean, not obviously some people are privileged. Some people aren't There's barriers. There's social injustice. There's, you know, I know India has issues like can't like Canada and America do in terms of equality, right? Of people. So there's, so there's some people don't start in the same, you know, space. They have to fight, fight, fight harder to get to that. So when, when I say, Oh, be positive, it's not ignoring that stuff because some people have huge yeah. mountains in front of them that you and I may not have to climb, to get to the same success. But even the person that has the most, you know, the most mountains that you climb, the most challenges in front of them, the most inequality, if even them, like if they don't have the attitude that, no, 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 I can beat this, then they can't beat it. You know, mm-hmm. if they do have the attitude, it's going to be a bigger struggle and a harder struggle than some of us who are more privileged, you know, but if you don't take that first step, it doesn't matter where, what, where you're at. If you don't believe I can, you know what? I can, doesn't matter what's going on. I can move beyond this. You can't, you know, and if you can't, if you do believe that no matter what's in front of you and no matter who's trying to keep you down, it may not be easy. Like 
because you know because again we can't ignore these inequalities and so and say oh it's all just it's all just positive thinking because it's not but if you don't have that positive thinking and if you don't really believe in it doesn't matter about that i can do this then they've got you beat whoever your enemies are whoever you're you know it's not enemies because i don't believe in enemies but you know what i mean whoever's keeping you down whatever's like yeah so we have to and 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 uh, what one thing which which i personally have seen and uh, is is that many people want to begin many people have also uh, have have also uh, started something in, but but every uh, even even if the most privileged person starts or even if the most underprivileged person starts the basic first 20 to 30% of the journey is pure struggle and hard work even if most privileged or most underprivileged because that is a journey where one person has to acquire the skill set just to be able to get to that 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 60% of the journey right and yes a privileged person can afford something to get to get in the most systematic way where the where the most underprivileged will have to go through their own different kind of struggle where they have to learn things by themselves but the first 40% of the journey is nothing but getting getting those skills is just to be able to work out yeah. the and then even and before that getting that mindset around it to realize no i can do this exactly and then once you've got and then there was a book too which is and this is truth you know i don't remember the author malcolm gladwell or something whatever 10 or 15 years ago who said and i don't remember the exact number but i so don't quote me on this but i'm pretty sure it was something like if you do anything anything for 100 hours you get really good at it like actually 100 hours which is all like not that much if you sit there like a whole week and literally every single day for 10 hours you do whatever you draw something you make a, you learn to make juice you you know learn to write a press release you whatever it is and you actually spend 100 hours on it which is not a lot of time right you get yeah. really good at it and then and they say if you spend 1000 hours on something you're literally an expert at it So what do we spend our time on? What do we do? You know, so those of us who look oh I'm I'm jealous of this person or this person's above me or this person, you know, oh it's not fair they have think what do I spend my time on? What have I done this today? Because I'm getting to the point now where I know people start to look at me who knew me 10 years ago like oh look she's doing all this oh it's not fair. I'm conscious of people who start to think that when I get the VIP trips, when I get the travel, when they start to be like oh trip You see, look, it's not fair. You know, they start to feel. At one point, they're like, "Oh, look, it's so cool," and then they start to feel, "Oh, that's not fair. Why is she getting all this?" Well, you know what they don't see, or they don't want to see those eighteen-hour nights when, or eighteen-hour days when you're sitting there looking. You know, you don't rest. I'm not sitting there flipping by on the Netflix for five hours. If I watch a movie, I watch it usually in fifty. I watch fifteen minutes of it while I'm taking a break, and the next day I watch another twenty minutes of it. you know i might smoke a joint we're in canada canada is legal coast to coast you know so i might smoke a joint and i'm watching a 20 minutes of a movie and then that's it two days later i'll watch another 20 minutes of the movie meanwhile people who waste time are binging on netflix watching eight seasons in two so how do you spend your time if you're spending your time doing that that's good. that's not going to serve you it's a, we all need to relax but if that is constantly think about it if you're 3 4 hours a night that's what you do you spend as much time half the time you spend like you spend almost as much time as you do in your day job watching netflix playing on facebook that then all you get is time watching netflix and playing on facebook that's never going to advance you you need to relax so i'm not i'm not saying work all the time but i mean if that's your general thing all the time 
That's why you don't get him. It's not because the other guy, it's not because Tracy's, it's not fair because Tracy's doing this and I'm not. It's, <laughs> those are the direct results of the time you spent doing things. If you're always like, if I spend a hundred hours on podcasts, some of those podcasters are going to hire me. Some people are going to, people are going to learn from it. Something is going to happen. If I spend a hundred hours yeah. watching Netflix, I've watched a cool, I guess I've watched some good Netflix shows. <laughs> but nothing's going to happen, you know. You, you might so be one of the coolest person in, in, in your friend circle by watching 100 hours of Netflix. But you won't be the most productive person. Right? Yeah, I mean, and I, you, I watch, I mean, I do, you know, but you have to really consider how do you, how does a success, like if I was making a plan to be successful, how would I spend these limited hours? We all have, nobody has more, you can be rich and privileged, but nobody has more hours in the day. You know, 100%. it doesn't matter. So we are, and, and in fact, the people who are not privileged, right? They have one thing right now that rich and privileged, that rich people don't have. I shouldn't say not all people, but I mean, a lot, if you're like, because a lot of people are struggling, they're poor and they're, they're struggling every single day. They don't have you know time to do anything. But if you're like, like in Canada, for example, or in America, a lot of people are poor but they have their basic needs back, you know, like they have the, they have welfare and they have whatever. So what they have there is an eight hour day where they're not do with, they're not doing anything. And so even if you're a disability, you got disability or something, so you can't be out there working, but you know what? I bet you still sit there and play on the Facebook. So if you have time, if you can sit there and play on Facebook, there's a million opportunities on this screen that can advance, even in COVID. Like I'm locked, you know, locked here in my basement, can't travel during COVID. So what did I do? Hmm. I, I booked myself on a hundred between October and, and April on 180 business podcasts right around the world. Wow. So, so people have hired me. Podcasters have hired me. People have listened. I've learned things. I've made connections. True. I've built, not just all of being hired, but I've built, I've just learned things from the others. So now I'm advanced. doesn't matter. COVID can't stop me. The government can't stop me. A client can't stop me. A person who says you can't do it can't stop me. Because, you know, we all have the tools. You too, Jay. Everybody listening. Nobody can stop you. <laughs> you know, if you're ethical and you're doing things for the right reasons and you're, you know, just keep on believing. And if, you know, people try to put you down, be like, okay, all right, guy, I'm just going to keep going. Okay, you'll see. You know, yeah, <laughs> I'm just keeping on. And, and uh, one one Instagram reel which I posted recently said that uh, we are as unique as our DNA. Majority of our DNA is common throughout the human, throughout all human beings. Only a very minor percent, let's say uh, ten to one one percent or ten percent. I don't know the exact exact percentage, but only that limited amount of percentage makes us makes us unique and makes us what makes us our own DNA by majority percent is common. So same goes with your life. 99% of uh, resistance or 99% of toughness or hard work will be there equal to everyone. You just need to focus on the 1% which you have. Absolutely. And also you made a great point there when you said, I love that point about the DNA. I'm going to quote you on that in the future because it's true. It's similar to a point I make when I talk about um you know what's going on in america <laughs> like racial division and all that kind of thing yeah. right you know because i'm a long time anti-racist activist i look at america I'm like oh my god and, and i'm trying to talk to people there you know in america about like how they need to come more together and it's hard you know with because some of those people you don't want to come together with these crazy races but you know i'm trying to like even talk to people like that and say what people need to realize 
all of us, even the you know, even the people that we grievously oppose, the people that I do not want to sit at my table with because they're racist or whatever, people I would not have in my house, even those people who are like we're grievously opposed to, we think they're like whacked out and you know it's unacceptable even the people that are like unacceptable in what they're saying and doing right when we all step back and when those people step back they need to think this even more than we do but we need to think it too right otherwise we become them but when we when we, when we step back we have to all realize what, exactly what you just said i don't care any two people from any part of the planet and i don't care who they are what they believe whether religious social political i don't care who they are age group you know race whatever two human beings from anywhere in the planet those two human beings have more in common than they have uncommon. And again, that doesn't matter if they're diametrically opposed, if they hate everything each other stands for, if they're from opposite everything. When you break it down, <laughs> right? They, like From the physical to the emotional, really, if you, these people, everybody, you know, somebody's gone wrong somewhere if they're racist and crazy, obviously. Like they're not thinking right, they're broken. In my mind, they're not you know the processing things wrong but when it comes down to it human beings are the same as each other no matter where like the old paul mccartney song ebony and ivory have been all around the world and wherever you go and that's why they don't sometimes want us to travel and meet each other because people who travel if you travel around the world you can't hate you can't hate people if you travel to muslim countries to india to uh, you know america to whatever and you actually go and you meet humans right which people are on all over this planet you meet human beings, <laughs> people who love their children and their moms and have ambition and everyone is the same, but we see the division. So unfortunately, 90% of us, and we have to call ourselves on that too, because we all are guilty of it in some ways, right? But we see the differences. And, and what you got going on in America right now is people are like, you know, before they even have a chance to even recognize each other's, before they even know what someone's name is or where they came from or what, practically before they even process what color shirt they're wearing, they're already looking for like, are there signs that I might hate this person? Are there signs this person might be someone I should throw a brick at? And I do it too. I do it too because I don't like racists. You know what I mean? So when I'm starting to do like a, um, and that's a good thing in a way, because I mean, I don't want to do other way. But I mean, the same thing. Well, we, I'm the same way that I look at like, hey, is this person maybe someone I should challenge or disagree with because they might be racist? You know, which I think is a good thing to do, right? They, those people, are also looking. Is this a lefty? Is this a person who, you know, should I throw a brick at them? So people need to really stop and just be like. Hi, my name's Tracy. <laughs> my name's Jay. You know, I'm a, and and get away from whatever they got going because they're about to blow up like the purge over there. You know, and I and I was thinking this because I, you know, again, I don't want to start with racist. I'm not. I'm I'm very much like, hey, I don't want to talk to you. And then I had to think, no, but I need to start thinking that too. You know, because that kind of thinking is only creating more misunderstanding. And those people that I want to say, oh, that's you know, I don't want to bother with them because they're just an idiot. They're just a racist. They're just an hater. Well, you know, they're, they're in actuality, they they don't think of themselves that way. What they think, they think they're just really confused. You know, they're confused. They're working on fear or misapprehension or false information. And now in these days, they're also working with a lot of propaganda. The people at the top are, you know, feeding this. And so it's so stupid. You can't even believe people would buy it. Right. But then, but you really see how, how I guess people, especially now during COVID, people are isolated. People, you really don't know what to believe. And some people are believing the worst of human nature, you know, that's been being feeded to them instead of 100%. believing the best of human nature and realizing, you know, we, you know, we're all in this together, <laughs> right? All of it. 
So yeah, people just need to, I think, and it's funny, I have a client who's a neuroscientist and he wrote a book about how not to think. And I'm learning a lot of stuff from him too. It's like a lot of this stuff, and you know, we just want to, even me as an activist, I want to point someone in and say they're bad. Again, especially if you're racist or something, I'm like, I don't want to deal. But again, that isn't helpful either because me doing that just isolates that person even more, brings them to believe more that they're, you know, we have to find a way to like, communicate with humans even the ones that are getting things wrong <laughs> you know and and uh, one, one one thing which i have studied from from an evolutionary bio, biologist is that whatever whatever differences we have that 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 is only because in ancient times when we all were when we all were uh, living living in forests when we all when we all were in small small tribes is because we all find it some or the other thing different in an other person who is not in our social community we always find something to fight for was only because of the survival issue because only at that point of time we only wanted to survive and if other person other person out of our community takes our food then there will be a risk of survival for ourselves yeah so it was more and, yeah, and that, a little bread that, that makes yeah. sense so there's little like yeah little like little families you know it was like yeah. little families only with communities True. that's how people survived and, but, but we need to right? but we also need to understand that whatever this this kind of mentality is ancient is thousands and thousands of years before it was used just for survival but now when we talk about human survival it is it is human humanity has reached its peak in in terms of easiness of survival we majority of us have excess of food excess of water and not talking about yeah i'm not talking about those unfortunate marginalized uh, people <coughs> who are still inaccessible to to food and water i'm talking about in general people who are people who are privileged enough to be able to listen and watch this podcast i'm talking about yeah. them if you you guys have 99% of survival issue for you guys have been eradicated through the, through human evolution in terms of technology so now the only basis of your survival is to be able to provide something to humanity in terms of your work and that and and no terms of racism no terms of regional division no terms of political division all those social <coughs> divisions should not occur because your survival is at the most easiest in in human yeah existence. and i think these days it changed like exactly that was that's how they're different these days in today's world even if you put it in terms of survival i think we are stronger together you know making these connections True. together we live in a different world now you and me like we're across the world from each other right now and yet we can True. communicate like we're in the same room right so we could become yeah. friends we could you know i already feel like we're friends and then we could start to like work together we could you know who knows right we could build like True. you know with it's not about geography anymore you know what i mean so people can build huge strong connections because of what we figured out with our brain and the connections that we made over the world and you know that could be you know make us stronger emotionally physically mentally financially you know as we share resources in different parts of the world that you know you have this we have this and if it was done properly and not you know in an exploitative manner which we still are you know we're still dealing with some of the old systems and colonialisms and all that stuff that way you know yeah. i believe we can make it more perfect way <laughs> 200% 100% 
and and that that that's what i think because just 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 imagine the scenario where where uh, we don't have any boundaries we we don't have any 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 country to specify that hey i am from xyz country and you are from xyz country rather than just imagine this this is the only division social division which is left and which is still existing in human ex- in, uh, in in humanity is just a difference of difference of country dif- difference of community just imagine if everything goes away and we all see each other as humans regardless exactly. of which country you are regardless of which religion you are regardless of what which race you are and you know what it really is misunderstanding and fear that is what it comes down to and that's why i'm trying to get away from the you know me being as angry at racist as racist are at other people <laughs> you know and that's a hard one but if i don't if we can't if we can't get if we who are supposed to be better you know better in terms of i mean like i certainly think i'm better than a racist i don't i don't end up as a person but in terms of like the things i do and the things i put out there right as human beings everybody is the same and we need you know we so again if i'm de- i'm actually devaluing those people based on their opinions which is it's a hard thing because like obviously i need to devalue those opinions but if you devalue the person right which is a hard again mm-hmm. distinction when you're an activist against yeah, stuff yeah. but we have to remember as anti-racist and stuff that if we devalue the person even when they're a racist even when then we are literally doing what they're doing we're doing it for mm-hmm. reasons that we think are right like we're doing it for reasons we think are right because they're a bad racist person but you know what they are doing what they're doing for reasons they think are right too even though they're confused and misguided so 100%. if we don't go okay <laughs> that is not acceptable but you are still acceptable i want to talk to hey, you we should person. be we should be selfish enough to be able to gain positives from each and every human human we meet regardless of opinions regardless of regardless of we matching we matching our opinion regardless of we having same religion regardless of we having we having same political views exactly if if every human being becomes so selfish that i want to gain positives from you i want to gain i want to gain your positive side and i, I, I want to absorb it in myself i want to absorb it in my personality then just imagine i i value you for whatever work you have done i value you for whatever things you have achieved and i value you for whatever contribution you have made made on this planet regardless if you have a different political opinion than mine regardless of you you have a different religion than mine yeah if, if that happens exactly. then all the social conflicts of hey your opinion is not matching with mine i'll finish you and that those all bullshit that will that will go away yeah and then we can address whatever issues that we need to address as community right because there are things that we all need to do as a community like to make sure these you know because everyone sure. will be busy in in everyone will be busy in just growth in just productivity rather than spending their time in this bullshit of not matching opinion yeah exactly and now it just seems like that's what everybody is just like when they meet someone all they want to do is find out if they can fight with them about their opinion like i honestly feel it's especially state side you know it's <laughs> like you look at them you're like whoa like only and if you go in if you're on social media you feel it too like you know i go in you go make a little light comment on someone's page in america and then all of a sudden 50 people like i you know i go and make a and i i even stay away from it i go and make some kind of anti trump thing and i barely ever made any comments because you know enough people are saying it and i'm busy you know 
everyone guaranteed a bunch. It, everyone knows. But I made like one little light comment on someone's page. Literally, was like a light comment. And all of a sudden, like, and I knew they were like uh, 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 the different that they were not politically on my side. But still, you know, it was it was not. You would not. It was. I'm very careful. It was the way I worded it. Was literally like. Hmm. Kind of like oh, okay, and six of their friends jumped on like oh fresh meat oh and they, I'm, I'm Canadian I'm not even American so they start yelling about Democrats and me the people that I you know my masters and I'm like you guys are hilarious I literally just I, I bear it wasn't even like because I made a tiny anybody reading it would be like wow so but it was literally like six men jump on one woman I don't care about that but but the, the visual was great all like rah, rah, rah. like literally and I was like look at you guys like dogs on a bone and literally all I said was this and i've been calm and i and literally in two seconds you guys don't even know me and you jumped in and said my opinion doesn't matter you called me names <laughs> you said my masters will like i go look at you guys honestly and then and i said and i mentioned this five minutes ago and not one of you came back and apologized and said you're right that was a little over the top <laughs> so the guy whose page it was who i knew was like you could tell he was agreeing with me and he was reading it going, wow, we really do look bad there. Right. <laughs> I was like, so you know, I, that's how you argue with these people. You don't like get into it and throw bricks back. You're just like, hmm, noted. So you see what you did there. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Is that who you are? Is that how you want to be? Cause that's, and people, you want to start making people go, Oh, huh. Not just like heat them up and throw a brick. Cause then they're ready for that. They're ready. Those racists and all that. That's what they're ready for. They want to throw their bricks. You throw their bricks back. They throw two more. And then they're like, yeah, look at that. Look at how I got the uh, upset. I got the girl upset. I got the black guy upset. I got the, no, 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 no. You just be like, mm-hmm. All right. You see what you just did? I see. You know, stay calm. <laughs> Don't let their crazy hurt you. Don't let it impede you. Just, ch you know. All right. Let's see what we're going to do here. And, and then, just, you know what? Just, you make uh, I, I just got the thought that that the, these people who 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 came upon you after uh, uh, after your comment but just imagine when when they when they saw you uh, when they saw you getting this award and or 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 just imagine their daughter or their wives showed them that hey this uh, this girl from canada got this award they didn't even remember you okay she was that girl uh, she that girl the that girl uh, mismatch <laughs> my opinion and and they they in front of their wife wow congratulations yeah exactly <laughs> exactly because so people are weird yeah and you just have to be like you have to rise above it you know honestly i don't 100%. let it don't let it. and i challenge myself all the time because again i get upset like, you know we I get upset about idiocy. I get upset about inequality. I get upset about people not being fair. So I could get mad, but and I do. But instead, I'm like, no. You know what? I, I get now. I get where it's coming from. I don't. I don't get it. Actually, I don't. I mean, sometimes I still get really <laughs> mad because so many people just quit. But you know, I keep try, trying to tell myself. No, there's no, you know, I've worked with death row prisoners. So if you can work with death row prisoners, some of whom have done terrible things, right? how can you hate somebody who's not killed anybody, but is just really confused racist. So I I spent 20 years wanting, I'd be mad at those people. And uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like saying terrible things, but I have to realize too, that when I, when I fall into that, I'm literally doing the same thing as they are for hmm. different reasons, you know, for better reasons, maybe. Right. Like I think I'm doing it in defense of people who need to be defended, but when it comes down to it, it's not making things better. I need to try to, you know, I don't know, but I don't know what's the answer because we can't all live in that, you know, whore. you know, you can't just live forever and listen to people talk about that either. So, but I'm, I'm trying yeah. to find ways because it, the, the things are getting worse, especially looking outside 
you know, looking at America from outside, it's getting worse and worse. And it's just crazy. <laughs> like it looks dangerous. <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't know. I go almost anywhere else, but America these days, I'm telling you. <laughs> and they're 45 minutes away from me. <laughs> the border is literally 45 minutes away. <laughs> But it's closed these days. The Canadian border is uh, we're not in not like by. I think you can you can still fly places if you really want to, but uh, they're discouraging cross border traffic, and that's a good thing because America's not dealing with the COVID very well. So, <laughs> so uh, how how was the how was the pandemic for you in terms of your personal growth? Um, I learned a lot. I think you know, I, I, um. Because at the beginning in March, you know, like everybody else, I lost 80% of my business because a lot of it was entertainment and public speaking and travel and reality TV and all kinds of stuff. That was literally hard stuff. So all of our plans for 2020 literally was in the, we were like, oh no. So for about two weeks, I was doing what everybody else was doing, just staring at the TV, being all freaked out and trying to see, watch all the leaders and figuring out. And then I literally said, okay, if I've lost 20, 80% of my business, I still have 20% of my business. And mm -hmm. if I sit here and stare at the, this is literally what took me out of the two weeks of like, uh, uh Oh, I was like, I can sit here and stare at the TV like everybody else and start doing what, you know, Oh, there's nothing to do. Uh, I guess it's going to be a month vacation. Like everyone was saying, or I can go back to my desk and start doing my 20% and 20 work that I still have left. And as soon as I got that headspace and went back to my desk, The next day I had more, more, another job and another job, another job and another job. And, you know, now I've been busier. I've been busier in COVID than with, I forget now people are like, I've watched everything on Netflix. And I'm like, Oh my God, I forget. We're still in some things and people are just not doing anything because I found that again, I, I found opportunities. I started doing podcasts. The podcasters started hiring me. People who listen to podcasts started hiring me. You know, I started working with authors and telling them, Hey, well, you know, people can't watch Netflix forever. This is a good time to promote your books, you know? So I just literally what I learned, so, but that was business. But what the growth part is I learned that I can get through anything, even an international pandemic can't stop my business because this year my business grew more than ever before we actually wow. incorporated this year and december was a better month than any month ever and then january was better than that and then in february i made almost twenty thousand dollars which i've never done before wow wow congratulations for for all the i don't all i'm the shocked and but again it, it, I think the lesson, like everything, is I'm not special. I just don't give up. That's the lesson. It's not like Tracy's special. It's literally, no, no, no. I was like, what? Okay, I, I can't travel now. There's no more VIP parties. There's no planes. There's no networking. What can I still do? Well, let's go back to this screen in front of me and see what I can still do. <laughs> and I found 100%. out there's a whole bunch of stuff I can still do. <laughs> 100% similar similar thing happened with me as I as, as I told you before before we before we began this podcast that that I had nothing to do and I and, and I began this podcast and then things blew blew and blew and then 21 2021 was like something something unex it, it bloomed unexpectedly yeah so there you go exactly and that that's what exactly. I think I think pandemic taught us that we are not limited we, we are not limited by by what what can we say we are not limited by anything else in this world we are not limited by a pandemic we are not limited by a lockdown we are not we are not even limited by our rooms if we have internet we, if we have phones we can do multiple business we can do multiple things and then and and, yeah. and still grow exponentially 
I'm telling you, we have the, you know, we all have, it's like the great equalizer. We all have the same, because I work with celebrities and I work with small business and I know every, so I know everybody is doing the same thing right now, which is figuring out how to navigate this new landscape that's different than it was a year ago. Mm-hmm. Everybody, so everybody, and everybody has the same tools. Well, they have, I mean, celebrities might have more tools, but in general, we all have the same power. Like you said, the people at least that are listening to this podcast, not the people that are, you know, but the people that are listening to this podcast, we all have the internet and we all have a device. And if you have, that's how I started my company with not a dollar. Now I'm an international award-winning publicist. I literally work across continents. I work across industries, across sectors. You know, I started my company when I probably had to, no lie, probably had to borrow $20 at the end of that week to feed my family because the you know, they went, so I had no money to start my business. I barely had money to go to a grocery when I started my company. I had the internet. I had I had a, 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 a 10-year-old desktop. And I had my brain. That was it. In the corner of a little rented apartment. <laughs> that was it. No, you know what I mean? So you don't, people don't start businesses because they, they think, oh, I need funding or I need this. No, 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 no. Again, if you obviously you're selling a product or something, it's different. But if you're selling a service, you're a B2B service, all you need is compelling language and one client. <laughs> Get that one client, sure. you know, whether it's a friend, family member, prove yourself, do the job. And then build it up the same way we talked about building up at the very beginning of this conversation, your leadership and your mental, you know, your thought leadership and your, so when people Google your name, they find you. There's a million ways to do that, you know, from writing articles from medium that you can do today by yourself. There's no editor to going to look up, um, source bottle or help a reporter out websites where media literally big mainstream media are looking for sources and they'll find you and or sorry you can respond and say hey i can answer that and you know i've gotten clients and readers digest new york times and new yorker oprah.com the list just using that just using those not even reaching out to them but following on a free website again Help a reporter out in Source Bottle. Those are free websites. Free. Anybody can go see what reporters are looking for every single day. There's like a hundred of them. You find one that you qualify for. Pitch yourself, which means you know Jay is a internet. You know Jay speaks internationally to uh, entrepreneurs and to people around the world who you know blah blah blah. Successful people. So, so Jay has a has a good view of what people are thinking across. Into you know, so you have a little thing about you, and then your answer. Boom. Oh, you never know. Honestly, Reader's Digest, honestly. And then you get one like that. I had one client, 26 years old, no media history. She's a life coach. Like, she's brilliant. But like a lot of life coaches, you know, nobody, like, you know, nobody knew her or what she did. She looked the same as any other one when you went to the webpage. Well, I literally got her. She hired me one day. The next day, through Harrow, I helped report her out. I ended up seeing a thing that was perfect for her. I pitched her to it. The, a reporter from Good Housekeeping, which is a 150-year-old print American magazine, right? Iconic magazine, interviewed her. And they put her in the article, not just on the website, but in the print issue of the magazine that you see at the wow. drugstore counter. So and that 26 years old. So from there, everything else we ever pitched her to, we said, as seen in Good Housekeeping. And now she's got a list this long you know and next week we're pitching her across america to tv stations and we'll see who picks her up she could be on cnn as a result of that so it's literally finding little things building them tell and then not being afraid to reach out you know hey i got this a good housekeeping which was the luck you know but it could be something smaller it could be hey here's my three medium articles and the podcast i did with jay and that you know but here's some social proof of what i say that i'm not just saying but here it is and then the next thing you know, boom, it's, you know, you're, 
you search your name, you got three. Like I one client, we've been working together eight weeks now. She literally just wrote me a beautiful review that was and she said to me, You changed my life. And I was like, wow. wow, I get a lot of nice comments from clients, but that's pretty extreme. What do you mean? Right. She said, in the six weeks, this was we're at eight weeks now, but at six weeks, we'd had five articles, one in major industry thing, talking about the money they're getting, talking about at, at a time when they're um, looking for investment. So they're in a really sensitive time. She said, I've literally changed the way or the media that we've done, the way the, the attention that we've got in the media based on my work has, quote, literally changed. It's made investors take them seriously, she said. She said people have come out from 20 years that wow. she hasn't heard from talking about these articles. All of a sudden, there's this big buzz around their company. People are like, oh, wow, you guys are doing really well. And they were doing well before too, but nobody knew. Now all of a sudden they've got five news articles and, two, and people are like, oh my God, people want to, they just got half a million dollars in, in pre-seed funding. And now they're looking for more. So this can be like real, you know, like it can give you customers. It can give you, you know, it's real stuff. So the thought, thought leadership thing, it's like anybody is wasting money, not wasting money, but if you're spending money on advertising, you should definitely look into a PR component. And if you don't have any money to spend on advertising or whatever, there are things that you can do yourself to at least start building that presence. Because again, you've got the tools it's right in front of you. you got the internet connection, the screen, right? Stop slacking. <laughs> and we met, we met in a similar way. What's that? Yeah. We met in a similar way. You, you pitched, you pitched in, you pitched in your work and then I was like, wow, fabulous. We, we, we can definitely have a podcast together. Beautiful. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think it's a good one, right? Yeah, 100%. Hopefully the listeners do. Yeah, they'll definitely love this one. <laughs> so uh, how, how was this whole, whole podcast according to you? Because you have given more than 100 podcasts as guests. So, uh, as 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 a begin as a beginner podcaster, I would like to ask your review on how how was this whole? Very good. No, I really enjoyed it. Really good questions, and and you're great. And I'm really yeah. I think this is really good, and 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 um, uh, it'll be an interesting. I think we covered a lot of stuff too. That's you know yeah. beyond the norm. You know, we didn't just talk boring business <laughs> stuff, right? It's important to, I always, I come from social justice and activism. And as much as I, I'm, I'm not passionate about business, I'm passionate about, like, I mean, I'm not passionate about business and making money and all that. I'm passionate about getting people's voices heard. And and, and I'm passionate about, so I'm, I'm passionate about my business and what I do, because I think it's an extension of my activism and all that. And then I'm passionate about, you know, my client's business, because I everybody that I work with is either something really, really cool, or I just really resonate with them as a person they're uh, you know they're honest they're awesome they're just trying to build a little thing and you know so it's either like an amazing great anti-racist thing like Bolu's message or Jimmy Dennis or you know uh, Angela Sadler Williamson who is the cousin of Rosa Parks you know these are my clients but sometimes it's just you know an entrepreneur who's doing it in their corner of the world doing something cool doing it for themselves and their community and you know so yeah I'm I'm privileged in so many ways but I mean certainly privileged sure. in, in, in the voices that choose me is a diverse collection of people. And I mean, diverse in terms of race, but also diverse in terms of, you know, what they do, industry, cross sectors, people, age, that trust me, little old me to get their message out to the world. So, you know, my, I just, I, I love my work. I mean, I'm, and this is to think this all started because I tried to help a guy on death row. I, I never went to school for this. I never should have 
you know, been at VIP parties and I never should have been traveling internationally to places with palm trees. I didn't go to school. I would have, I should have been like a salesperson my whole life. <laughs> but you never know. If you, if you take action and you do things and you go outside of your comfort zone, things happen. Now all of a sudden, like, you know, people who meet me now probably think I was born into privilege and I went to school for this. And now I'm like, ah, oh, give me a break. No, like I said, I remember very clearly it was eight years ago <laughs> messaging my friend Sue saying, oh, my God, Sue, can I literally can I borrow twenty dollars, twenty dollars? And the fact that she said yes helped me a lot. So how you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> and that was in again, seven years ago, recent memory. And now like twenty thousand. You know, so like. And going up, going more. <laughs> now I'm believing. Watch me now, and I never cared about money before. I now still really don't. I'm more, as you can tell, I'm more motivated by other stuff. But now I'm like, okay, huh? How long will it take me to be a millionaire? <laughs> I'm like, that's going to be my next. One. I'm going to do that. Can I do that in a year? Can I do it in two years? We don't know. We'll see. And then what will I do when I get it? Because I'm going to still be the money motive. You know, the motivated activist. If I could do all that stuff that I did, including you know, help get a guy off death row without. Two, without two pennies to rub together you know what could I do if I had funding it would be crazy <laughs> true true 100% so thank you so much for uh, coming on the show and helping us and spreading uh, spreading your activism your knowledge your wisdom and uh, your your idea of thought leadership to our viewers thank you so much for coming on this podcast i no, hope you enjoyed you. it's a huge privilege to be really you know fun. in india another continent to be across the world in this time of you know covid when we can't get on planes and to be able to make friends and you know connections all the way over there so thank you i appreciate it a lot thank you so much for uh, joining on the show